0: And welcome back to the Postcards Podcast.
1: (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. We are back for season two of the Postcards Podcast. Um, If you guys didn't notice, we took almost a month, maybe just like three weeks off of the podcast. And we kind of decided to make this... Season two, because we want to take those three weeks to make the podcast even better. Um, so we have like the video back again. So hopefully you're able to watch us on YouTube. We're gonna bring back the TikToks and the reels. Um, and we're really excited for season two.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I've forgotten completely how to like record or say anything. I know. So bear with me. But yeah, it was a, a good little break. I feel like it's it's been still like super busy. Like we we've been on a break, but we're still we've been working at it behind the scenes. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been like
1: planning how we want to do videos, how we want to do social media, and I'm really excited for the season. We kind of decided that like almost like each semester of school would be a season, so we'll have like three seasons this year, three seasons next year. Um but it just kind of gives us a chance to, like, look at the analytics, see what's working, see what's not working, look at our processes, and then
0: come back and hopefully have a better setup. Yeah, exactly. But we are excited to be back. Um, so how have you been? I feel like it's been a really, like, I feel like it's been a long time, but it hasn't. <laughs> I know. I guess the last time we spoke, I just, like, arrived home
1: um, to surprise my mom for Mother's Day. And then, honestly, like, since then, I just spent three weeks at home with my parents, um, just, like, hanging out, going to the cabin. It was so hot in my hometown. So, like, we spent all the weekends, like, just enjoying the sun at our cabin. And Mm -hmm. now I'm in Ottawa. So, back me and Nicole basically, like, switched spots. So, now she's traveling. I'm in Ottawa. And – I've just been enjoying the social life and, like, hanging out with my friends and stuff, and it's been really nice. But the first – I, like, packed all my summer clothes because it was so hot in my hometown, and then I got here, and it's, like, not that hot. And there's, like, the smoke from the wildfires made it really cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've heard about that. And honestly – Thinking about everyone back home, but it sounds like it's been like pretty bad. I definitely am not jealous to not be in Ottawa right now.
1: Yeah, I mean the smoke is way better now. Like it, I would say it's gone. It lasted like three days, okay, um, and then it left. So it's like way better now. But for everyone listening, I'm sure you guys heard about like the wildfire smoke from Canada. Um, going over to New York since that was the biggest problem was the smoke in New York not the fact that Canada's on fire but um, yeah so I was in Ottawa when that happened and I had never never seen like smoke like that before like I've had smoke in my hometown because we're surrounded by forests um, but usually it just like covers up the sun and makes it like a little smoky out but this time okay. I could like fully smell it like as soon as we went into like the apartment hallway there was like weather advisories to like not go outside is crazy wow
0: yeah oh my gosh yeah well I'm glad that it's gotten a lot better because I remember like looking at the scale or whatever like the first couple of days and I think I think maybe even you were telling me or a bunch of people were telling me that like the top of the scale is like 10 and it was like at an 11 or something. yeah like that. yeah yeah legit, Which is, It was. broke the scale yeah it was it was
1: wild but I feel like you've also had a very exciting break like you last time we talked where were you were you in it? i think portugal I in
0: portugal yes yes okay. and now i'm in italy so i'm in naples right now um that's kind of the change of scenery for the airbnb but we're actually leaving tomorrow to go to athens um but yeah since portugal i went to morocco for a week which was super cool um but there was a little bit of a like mishap in getting there because I have, so we had booked a flight from Lisbon to um, Casablanca for like, this is like a couple weeks ago now. Um, but my eardrums, I don't know if I've talked about it even on the <laughs> podcast yet. I don't but think you have. My eardrums are unique and they have, you know, their own story, basically. And so a couple of years ago, one of my eardrums ruptured on a flight. And so I was having like, I think I was sick I think like I had a sinus infection in Portugal and so my ears were like hurting and like popping and like it was just not the vibe like I was so scared to get on a plane because my eardrum literally ruptured a couple years ago so instead me and Cam didn't get on our flight we (laughs) booked a bus that took us through which was kind of fun actually because we got to see like parts of the south of Spain so that was it like ended up being a positive we booked a bus that took us to Sevilla or Seville um, in Spain literally I think we arrived at like 6.30 in the morning and we were there for a couple hours like we walked around the city with our luggage and we like did some touring that way And then we had to take, and I think that was like a 10 hour bus or something. Then we had to take another bus for three hours to Tarifa, which is like south of Spain, like very, very like southern point. Uh, It's a cute little town. Like all the buildings are white. It's like really cute, very much like a beach town. And then we took a boat (laughs) from Tarifa to um, Tangier, which is like in Morocco. It's like kind of the parallel city to tarifa i guess so you could take a boat for an hour and then we had to take a train from oh there to rabat which is our first destination in morocco so it was a little bit hectic but honestly it ended up being a really good experience because we got to see like all of these other cities that like you know, yeah. we weren't planning on seeing on this trip, so we made the most of it. But yeah, that was like a whole. It felt like I lived like a whole week in like that one, like twenty four hours. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But then the week in Morocco was really good. It was super cool. Um, we went to three different cities. So we did Rabat, we did Chefchaouen, which is like the blue city, and then we did, um, Fez, and we flew from Fez. And by then my ears were good, so I was able to get on a plane. But yeah, it was definitely a whole experience. <laughs>
1: I know. I told my mom that story even. I was like, yeah,
0: my friend Nicole was supposed to like,
1: fly to Morocco, but now she has to like, find a way to get there by boat because her eardrums are all messed up.
0: A crazy experience. <laughs> it really is. It's like, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like a, a meme at this point. It's like a guessing yeah. game. But <laughs> my ears were actually totally fine on the flight here, so we're doing yeah.
1: well. <laughs> And now you're going to
0: have to take another boat, right, to go to Yes. Greece. Oh, my gosh. So tomorrow I'm going to Athens, but we didn't book our flights in time. We like waited till the very last minute. So we looked at flights and they're so expensive. Like it's literally like booking a flight from Canada to Europe. So we're like, we we don't want to, you know, we'd rather use that money for something else on our trip. Yeah. So we're boating from Italy to Greece. And it's this, like 18, 17, 18 hour boat. So that'll be an experience. It's like an overnight ferry. So we leave tomorrow night this like here time and I then we get a room, like
1: beds and stuff
0: so we were super last minute and booking the boat as well obviously because this all happened at the last minute so the rooms were sold out like there I'm is sure. cabins on the boat okay. like there's like four bedroom two bedroom like you know one bedroom like cabins but they're all sold out so we have like vip lounge seating whatever that means um But yeah, there was like a couple, there was like other ones, like we could have got like the cheapest version, which was like a comedy like deck, which Mm -hmm. I think you're literally just like sitting outside. But the VIP seating, I don't know what it means. We're going to find that out tomorrow. So you'll probably have like lounging chairs, you know what I mean? Like way back. Yeah. Yeah. Like where we can lay back. So it was like only a difference of like $30 between the two seats, like for like together. So we just went with the VIP seating. (laughs) I don't know. I'm so excited to hear updates
1: next week on this trip because I feel like I've heard like good things about taking overnight ferries and then I've also heard not great things about taking overnight ferries so I'm excited to hear your experience
0: yeah I feel like I really like boats like I like like being on the water and stuff like that so I'm pretty excited but definitely it'll be interesting yeah so stay tuned everybody (laughs) yeah stay tuned on my eardrum adventures (laughs) right um I guess we can talk about what we're can talk about today. Yeah, let's get
1: into it. So, for the first episode back, we thought that we would talk about um, about growing outside your comfort zone. We thought this would be a good like open topic that we could kind of just dive into for our first episode of season two and it's also something that obviously really applies to us as we're both like traveling and you know we don't have homes right now we're just constantly moving all the time so we both really believe in the fact that like especially in your 20s you should be taking steps to go outside your comfort zones and you can grow as a person um I don't know Nick do you have what
0: are your thoughts yeah no I mean that kind of sums it up I feel like we've talked about this before, but I don't know if this is, we always say like, oh, this period of your life, but it could be all periods of your life. It's true. Just like extremely lost, you know what I mean? But especially, I guess, because we're living this one right now, at least for me, I feel like there's so many different possibilities. And there's like, you know, that you're sometimes you're stuck in the spot that you're in, like whatever you're comfortable with. And you forget that like, there's all these different options, right? So I don't know, being being able to like learn from, you know, what you have been through or where you're at, et cetera. Like, I feel like that can help you grow and really like figure out what you exactly want to do because you don't need to know it right now. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm still very much like learning how, like obviously everyone's growing every single day. And like, we've talked about how you have to be put into uncomfortable situations or not necessarily uncomfortable, but unfamiliar like, you know, to be able to really grow and, like, learn something else. So whether that comes from, like, a breakup, a friendship breakup, like, you know, losing your job or whatever, it really brings out, like, a whole different side and a whole new, like, version of, like, what the possibilities are. So, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I'll give some tips, but I'm still very much, like, in the learning process as well.
1: Yeah, like, I was going to say, like, how would you – recommend someone get outside of their comfort zone because even like a lot of people that because our jobs are pretty like outside your comfort zone and our lifestyle where we travel all the time it is pretty outside our comfort zone like how would you recommend someone who just who's living in like one city and has like a stable job how should they get outside their comfort zone
0: I feel like constantly checking in on like your routine and like your day-to-day and stuff like that because like Mm -hmm. measuring like where you're at, like what's necessarily, you could even write it down, like what is considered inside your comfort zone like at the time. So whether that's making like a mind map or just jotting it down, journaling it. Um, And then you can kind of also, like if you do use this as like a mindset, mind map mentality, you could jot out stuff that are like outside, like you could do like a visual representation and like stuff that maybe you want to achieve or you want to do. And like when you want to do it and why you want to do it, like why it's important to you Or maybe also write down why the things inside of your comfort zone are inside of your comfort zone. Like, why are they comforting to you? Why are they, you know, so familiar? And -hmm. then kind of figure out how you can go and grow outside of it and achieve those other things that you're looking at achieving. Because like we said, there's so many possibilities, like so many possibilities, so many things you can do, but you can't do everything. That's the reality. So it's about like picking and choosing like what's important to you, what you feel like, you know fits with you or, or, you know, and that stuff can change all the time. So I don't know, that would be maybe like writing it down, like creating like some sort of map and like mm-hmm. figuring out like how you're going to get there and why you want to get there. Cause I think that understanding your reasons why will be more like, will help you be more motivated to get there mm-hmm. in the long run, if that makes sense. I don't know. What do you think that you would kind of say for that?
1: Hmm. This is a good question. I, I'm thinking of this girl on TikTok who like works a nine to five. She started this TikTok series where like every single day after a nine to five, she goes and does something different. And she said it's like to add like happiness back into her life because she felt like she was kind of just like living the same day over and over again. And she was getting like really sad and like depressed. I don't know if she's used those words. Maybe I'm just putting words into her mouth. But so now Mm -hmm. she does like every single day after five o'clock when she gets off work, she goes into something new. So, like, I've seen her do, like, bowling or, like, just, like, different activities that she's never done before. And I've also seen another girl who's trying to make friends. So, every single Thursday, like, of the year, she's go- she went out to dinner with a new person. So She just finds, like, oh. a girl on, like, social media because, like, now her TikTok's so big that, like, I think she just finds people through there. So, like, mm-hmm. every single Thursday, she, like, goes out for dinner with a new person and there's this other person where after 5 p.m they do a whole different activity so it could be cool for example like I'm even trying to examine myself like one of my new year's goals was to like make more friends while traveling but it makes me like super uncomfortable to be like be it like I hate going to like networking things and like yeah if I especially when I don't know anyone there like if I know a couple people there then I find them really fun but if I don't know anyone it's kind of like uncomfortable so like my goal could be like go to three networking events a month or something so I think sometimes it's also good to have like very like measurable goals too to like get yourself outside of your comfort zone because if you just say like oh I want to get outside my comfort zone more this year it's like how are you going to measure if you like actually did that or not like it could just be a feeling but it Mm -hmm. is easier to like measure if you are or not based on like yeah or like every thursday i meet up with someone new or every
0: month i try different exercise class or something yeah for sure like i guess like so setting those personal goals yeah. and then like ways to get there i yeah. feel like that's a good thing and like also i think that that's such a cool concept like going out to dinner with someone new like every single week like every thursday right? like so i guess maybe that's another way to segue into like su- like setting aside time to be able to like specifically put it towards your goals and what you want to achieve because I think that it's easy to be like oh I want to do this 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 and this but like there's so many things that you probably want to do but it's like prioritizing what's really important and then how you're going to get there and then set blocks of time off because otherwise when are you going to really work towards it you know I feel like we're all guilty of that of like saying we want to do something and then like oh we'll get around to it we'll get around to it but like you know you life just kind of happens so maybe setting aside those blocks of time, like the Thursday nights, that's a cool, like, you know, example of that. Or maybe yeah. it's, I don't know, Monday mornings, but just like whatever works for you. I feel like, I feel like that's cool. And I would like to like, you know, bring that into my life because I think that I have a lot of goals as well that I'm like, just kind of, I'm so busy and I'm so, you know, traveling. It's like making friends when traveling, like you're so busy that like, it's hard to really like, yeah, prioritize it right especially when working and all that so yeah I, I, I definitely have some stuff that like I should take my own advice and set aside time and like you know write it all down because it's I think it's important to be able to get there yeah
1: I know even like I think one of my goals at the beginning of the year was like to go to one like networking slash social event a month which isn't even that much and I don't think I even did that like while I was traveling I went to a few but I definitely didn't go to one every month unless you count like yoga classes as like a social event yeah okay then I achieved it but at the same time I'm like I think I could have put more effort into it even like you said like picking a day of the week like Thursdays I could have made it like so that I do either something social or like maybe I find someone on like Bumble BFF and I go out for dinner with them and like Thursday is like my friend night or something. Like I kind of think it's a really good idea and it would put me out of my comfort zone for sure because like I'm sure if I was more like outgoing person, it would be easier for me to make friends. But because I'm so like, I don't know, I don't,
0: it's hard like talking with new people.
1: It would probably make me like uncomfortable every Thursday, but maybe I'd make some friends through it.
0: But maybe it's also not like, oh, every Thursday I have to make like a new friend. Maybe it's just like going out like with, someone, with our friend, like, with a friend, you know, like, that's true. It, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a new friend. Cause like, it kind of goes back to like the whole, like, you know, you've got your friendship circles and you don't necessarily want to have all that's these true. like, you know, but I think that maybe like doing something social, like maybe not even like going one-on-one, but it could be you know, yeah. Going to like a social, like like you had your social event things, mm-hmm. just doing mm-hmm. something social. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a cool, cool thing. But also it's also like one of those things too where it's easy to get wrapped up on like when you have those goals written out. I don't know if this is just me, but like if you don't achieve them Uh, Well, at least for me, I'm just going to speak from personal experience because I don't know if anyone else has this, but if I don't achieve my goals, I get so hard on myself and I am like, wow, like, how could you not do this? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know, and so it's important to also be able to recognize that and like stopping that as well, because the negative self-talk there is not helping anyone. So like being gentle with yourself, if you can't get them done all the time, but it's just about having them. So like you are working towards them, right? Yeah yeah and just like setting realistic expectations for example like
1: if I cannot find someone that I feel comfortable like going to hang out with on a Thursday or there's no like social events like I shouldn't be like oh my gosh like you didn't do it just yeah, like no be, like okay it didn't work out this time but let's make sure that by next Thursday I have like an option to do or something or maybe like okay I'll go to this one event that I found that's actually on Monday because these events are like scheduled randomly um but yeah what would be like your getting out of your comfort zone goal like in what area do you want to get out of your comfort zone Mm
0: -hmm. I feel like there's a lot but the biggest one right now Mm.
1: (laughs) you already it's hard because like I already feel like my life is so uncomfortable in a way like I'm like I literally like you see new places like every single week or so so like that's already pretty like uncomfortable um, yeah but yeah do you have any
0: other ones I mean I think for me like there I have so I have like personal goals that I feel like I just kind of neglect and like not that they're like okay I'll use one example I wouldn't say that this is maybe like the most like you know important example in my life but it's like one example so I started writing a book a couple years ago okay super random like super super random okay um but like I didn't go to school for like literature or like anything like that right so it's like you have some sort of imposter syndrome of like why am I even doing this why you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's one of my personal goals to finish it because I'm really really like passionate about like the story that I've like you know created and all that um but I just can't like get to seem to get myself to do it and so I think that for me it's not necessarily an uncomfortable situation but it's like an unfamiliar one which is Mm -hmm. another like you know Mm -hmm. pathway to growth but like I'm unfamiliar with like writing a book obviously like I've just been kind of writing it randomly but not having like any like credibility or credentials or whatever yeah so obviously don't really tell people about it that's so cool is it like a fictional book yeah so it's like it's got like a whole story and like but the problem is I know exactly how I want it to be written but I just can't seem to get myself to write it that way like I find like I'll write a chapter and I think this is probably common for most people who are doing it but again I don't have that background so I don't really know what's right and what's you know but like um I'll write down like I'll write a chapter and then I'll just be like this is terrible. Like I'm the worst. Like why am I even doing this? And then I'll put it down and I won't touch it for like three months. You know what I mean? So I think it's just about like, that's one thing where it's like, it's a long-term goal, but it's, it's hard for me to like set aside time. Like, okay, Monday nights is dedicated to me putting effort into writing this. Right. Like I just, I don't do that. So I think that that's, that's one of my like really random personal goals, but. Yeah, but
1: that's so cool. I think it's really cool that like
0: you found like a passion
1: like that that isn't like related to your career right now but like it definitely could be and uh, i was also thinking about one of our good friends um she started this group on instagram are you part of it it's like the writers
0: group yeah yeah i saw and
1: even like i'm sure like she also knows a lot of people from her english program that um are amazing writers that are part of that group or maybe there's even other groups that we don't even know about where they help like first-time writers get better at writing or even like creative writing workshops and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. even like just getting started on writing like people always say like putting in one percent is better than putting in like zero percent um and maybe this isn't gonna be like the last draft of your book but at least like working towards the first draft and then like improving your skills and I feel like sharing like a chapter with a group of writers could be like really helpful even though it would probably make you super uncomfortable to like have a bunch of people read your work and then tell you how to change it
0: yeah no that's the thing like I am I'm like I'm all for constructive criticism and and I take it well like I appreciate you know when people like if someone read my book and then told me but I think having my friend I think that I would feel really like if it's a random person I find like no problem like you know what I yeah mean? but when it's someone that i have like a personal connection to or like whatever like i think i'd yeah. be so embarrassed like really oh my gosh yeah not like nothing against like anyone who would mm-hmm. be reading it but it's just like it would make me really like i don't know maybe embarrassed or like oh wow because like, i already don't feel like i'm good right so then it's like this just feels like i feel like you know it would just be like a oh no like they think I'm bad or something like that which obviously yeah. wouldn't be the case because nobody like none of my friends would do that ever but yeah. I don't know like in the writing group that I like am like that I've seen and stuff like obviously haven't like submitted anything to it because I think it's a different style I think it's more like poems and stuff like that mm-hmm. like which is but I think not be open. at all. be I don't know it might I, be yeah open to like you sharing like your
1: first a couple pages or the chapter yeah. oh, but maybe that's going out of your comfort zone
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, I think I'm just too much of a perfectionist, which is another thing I really want to work on about myself, because I'm always, like, it's not done until it's, like, perfect, like perfect, yeah. perfect. So even, like, you know, like, music and all that type of stuff as well, like, um, like, uh, just little fun side projects, but until it's perfect, I'm, like, I can't share it with anyone, which is, like, yeah. not, not healthy at all, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That makes
1: sense. So how are you going to get outside your comfort zone? By, like, Are you going to like schedule time?
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I need to schedule like, you know, one, you know, a couple hours, like a time mm-hmm. block per week. And obviously it'll mm-hmm. be a long haul, like it'll take a while for it to be done because, you know, it's a chapter book. So I'm not going to be able to finish it like in a couple of yeah. months, but, you know, at least I'll be working towards it, which I think will be Will be, yeah. you know, good and we'll see what happens. That's so cool. I think that's a really good goal. And mine will be to
1: well, it's hard because now that I'm in Ottawa, I don't need those Thursdays to be social anymore because I have enough social plans like just in general. But mm-hmm. once I go back abroad, I will say like Thursday nights are my social nights where I like there you try go. and be social in some way. Um and without Matt I mean he could come if it was like a group thing but I think I want to try and be like independent in that way and like
0: yeah no for sure and I think that that's important too like you know in like a relationship to have your own time and like have different things so that you can come back together and like chat about it so yeah I think that's a great goal and yeah maybe my goal will be in in a couple months once I've set enough time you know every week I'll get one of my friends to read a chapter yeah you should get one of your friends to read a chapter i would love it but i'm also like we probably have the
1: same writings sk- like you might be a better writer yeah. than me but I'm, like we have the same background in writing so i'm like i don't yeah. think i could provide value like really i'm sure like someone from an english program
0: or something would be better for sure so we'll do an update on this in yes. a couple months yes <laughs> maybe
1: on the next batch of episodes we'll update on how our getting out of our comfort zone goals are going and also make your own goals this time like what would make you uncomfortable like what do you want to work towards what were your new year's goals like what's scaring you from stopping
0: like from trying to do them um you can always send them to us on instagram
1: that's so true (laughs) yes send them to us on instagram we'll be there maybe we can all
0: hold each other accountable yeah another thing that i think is you know, important about getting out of your comfort zone is really cultivating your attitude. Because I think that if you think, which I know I just went on a little bit of a rant of how I don't think that I'll achieve (laughs) or that I'm good enough to write a book, don't be like me. But if you are always stuck in like a negative attitude around like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it or, you know, reasons why you don't necessarily deserve to do it, which is not the case or, you know, whatever it might be that goes through your mind. I think that it's important to Make sure that you're setting time aside to change your mentality on what your goals are. Like, some goals probably feel super out of reach. For example, if you want to, I don't even know. I don't don't know what anyone's personal goals are, but there's probably some goals that feel like I'm never going to get there. Like, for example, the book thing for me. But, you know, making sure that you're taking care of like your mental attitude towards it and like maybe setting simultaneous time aside every day or every week or something to like write down why it's important for you like keep kind of reiterating that and why you will be able to achieve it and just like you know fostering a positive attitude towards your goals I think will help you achieve them sooner or better or whatever because Mm -hmm. you're going to actually believe that you deserve it and that you will do it and like you know and that can go from like small things to big things whether it's like you know your dream career or you know just like Mm -hmm. I don't know, learning how to cook something, like whatever, but making sure that you're taking care of like how you treat it and the attitude that goes around it, I think is really important too. That's smart. I even think like looking at
1: my goal, like the friend's goal is like, I kind of just have a belief that I'm like, oh, well you just don't make friends while you travel. Like that's just a fact now. Like that's just not what you do. You don't make friends and like you're just not that type of person. So it's almost like a limiting belief that I have already. So, like, if I just, like, change my mindset on that and be, like, oh, no, I really value, like, connection and friendship and I love being social, which is true. I love all those things. It's just, like, for some reason, now that I've, like, experienced months of, like, not making friends, it's, like, I've made a belief that, like, that has to be true forever.
0: Right. And it's also, like, you could also reshape it in the sense of, like, maybe your mind is, like, oh, I didn't make friends in thailand but it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean like if if you can't get past that roadblock which sometimes like i struggle with but it could be like just because i didn't make friends there doesn't mean i'm not gonna make friends in i don't know like london or in you know a different place that you're gonna go type of thing because it might help you get past that and then obviously if you go back to thailand It'll be like working on reshaping that as well It's like, just because I didn't make them last time doesn't mean I'm not going to this time type yeah. of thing, right?
1: Yeah, that's so true. That's a good point. Another point that I had was like, if you had like just a rule that I kind of have for now, at least in like my 20s, while I don't have like a family or a house or like a car that I need to pay for um, is like if you're faced with two choices and like you can't decide is to always, like, see which one scares you more and then just go with that one.
0: Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. That's a really good idea because, yeah, you'll grow a lot in the scary situations, that's for sure. Yeah, and then
1: also, like, the reason why you're probably leaning to the other one is because it is comfortable. And then the one you're... For sure. The reason why you'd be leaning towards the other one is because it's more exciting and it probably offers you something different, which I think is like worth exploring instead of just going back to like what you're comfortable with. And of course there's probably certain situations where being comfortable is good, you know, when you're trying to build a stable life. But I think like for right now, like my goal isn't to like be stable and comfortable. So it's like also just looking like is my goal right now to have a family and like be very comfortable? And if it's not, then you should start doing more things that make you uncomfortable
0: I love that I think that's a great way to look at it because I always had the mentality of like when you're faced I'm just a disclaimer I'm terrible at making decisions (laughs) like it is something I'm working on but when you are faced with like two options that you really you know you don't know what to decide um it's like go with the like the second one or something like that like Mm -hmm. because it's like if you were really set on the first one, then like you would have went for it type of thing. But I guess this is kind of another spin on that, which I think is is cool too, where it's like, go with the scarier one. I like that even better because it's like, then you're always putting yourself in positions to grow. And like, you know what worst that happens is that it it doesn't doesn't work out. out. And then you figure something else out. Like there's always going to be opportunities that come up. So I think that's, yeah, I think that's great.
1: Yeah. And it's like a learning experience. Like The worst thing that could happen is that it just doesn't work out and then chances are the more
0: comfortable option is still there because it's
1: always there because it's a stable option.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. I love that. Yeah. Do you think that travel has like I know that now you're probably comfortable with it but do you think at the beginning like going traveling was something way outside your comfort zone or was it something that you kind of felt okay doing like was it scary or was it just like you know what was going to happen? I think it was definitely scary like no one else was doing it when
1: I started like of course like other people but no one that I knew was doing it so I was like I don't know I think it was a weird decision to make that a lot of people were like oh you're gonna do that like indefinitely that's kind of random so I think it was kind of like scary also I was going to places that I had like never been before so of course it's a little like uncomfortable and you just have no idea like what you're doing but at the same time it's really exciting like I remember like landing in Spain which was like the first place that we went and I was like where are we like what are we doing like Matt and I literally looked at each other and like once the plane landed and we're like what are we doing here <laughs> <laughs> what but that's like exciting and now like we have all these experiences which I would never have had if I just like chose the comfortable decision and just stayed in one place which there's nothing wrong with Choosing the comfortable option—I don't want to shame people for it—but there is something so like exciting and empowering about choosing the uncomfortable option, which was for me moving abroad and like taking this big leap, and then it like working out, and it's also like led me to so many amazing things. For example, like starting this podcast because you and I connect on the fact that we're digital nomads. Um, I've like met a lot of people online, although not in person that much, but like online I've created like a great community of like digital nomads. I've seen so many amazing places. I've like, you know, talked to really cool people. I've tried really cool food. I've been all over the place. And like honestly, once i have done this chapter of my life, chances are I probably will never go back to like living this life because it's yeah. such like an unstable condition. So I'm really glad that I did it now, even though it was like uncommon and like there wasn't like a path paved for me or anything. Um, yeah. How do you feel? Like, how do you feel now that you just started it? Cause I feel like your feelings are pretty fresh.
0: Um, I think, yeah, everything you kind of said makes sense. And I definitely resonate with, I think for me, I didn't feel like anxious or worried about it right until it was time to go. Like, I think it was like, oh, this is just what's happening. Um, like, leading up to it Mm -hmm. and it was like you know I've got like this is what I really want to do when I had my exchange to kind of fall back on on being like oh I've had a positive experience with living abroad already type of thing which was you know good to be like oh like I've already kind of not done the same thing but went to school abroad and like lived abroad etc so I already know that I love it but then it was like leading up to it I was like holy shit like this is actually happening and like how like how's this gonna work how am I gonna do it like you know and it was like brought like kind of a wave of uneasy feelings or like you know being uncomfortable but in hindsight I think I was like you know when you're just are like you just have to do it like you just have to push yourself to do it you have to push past the anxiety because you know that like it's Mm -hmm. gonna be good and no matter what it's gonna be an experience and obviously so far I'm very happy that I'm yeah so, exactly yeah so and I th- definitely yeah I think that yeah that's my thing <laughs> and the thing is with this choice is
1: like we chose it but like we could do it for six months and then get a stable job and move back to Canada like I think I've talked to a lot of people that are like thinking about being digital nomads and they're like trying to decide like oh but I got this job offer or like or I could like stay in Toronto and do this and I'm like you can be a digital nomad for like as long as you want and then you can go back and also live that life that you like want to live eventually it's just like once you buy a house and like have payments on a car and have children it's going to be like a lot harder to do these type of things so i think now yeah. is like a good time to do it and then you can always come back and like nothing is like really permanent besides yeah like, no there's I think, really a, I think that's a besides children that's a
0: Yeah, I think that that's a great point. However, I would also say that even you could even, you know, decide to one up your life when you're like 45, like obviously it becomes more tricky with kids and everything. But like, yeah, realistically, like you could do it at any time. So like, I don't want people to feel like, oh, there's like this time crunch where it's like if you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. Like you can still do it whenever you want. You can or you can do a different version of it and you can. Yeah figure it out but I do get what you're saying like in the sense of it's like for me personally I don't know if I would have done it if I didn't do it now type of thing yeah, Right. exactly and there's things that like as you get older will just get harder Like even yeah. like oh for sure at certain ages
1: like long-haul flights are not going to be great for your body and like I don't know I just think and even like yeah the permanency of like ha- owning a home now you're gonna have to like sell your house and if you have children like you can't just like take your children i mean you can take your it's children like, out of school if you want but like what are, i don't know that's the best idea so it's like there are or maybe like you don't even want to have kids so it doesn't matter like if yeah. that is the future that you want then it's like those things are getting gonna get harder but if you're not the type of person that wants that kind of future then you have like all your life to figure stuff out i also know a lot of people who are like empty nesters now and a fully like moved across the country start a new job or like traveling the world so like age doesn't really matter it's just more like the things that would make it a little bit more difficult or even like like we talked about like we could move back to Canada and like find our dream job and then we won't want to like leave Canada anymore so it's not even just like oh you can't do it anymore there might be a point in time where like you don't want to do it anymore or even like yeah we've talked about how like I kind of have an interest in going into like naturopathic medicine even just as like a fun interest that I have or like taking on clients in it and it's like I might as well explore this interest now while I have it because like a year from now maybe I won't even be interested in it anyways it's like exactly. I might as well learn about it while, I'm, while that interest is still here because like even like interests and hobbies and like things that you enjoy change over time so you might as well like explore them while that is still like in you
0: oh for sure I, I totally agree and I think that This is the perfect time to test everything out. Be selfish with your time. You know, do things that you want to do. And if that if one of those things is travel, then book your flight, book your flight.
1: (laughs) And yeah, I think a lot of people talk about money, too, with like the lifestyle that we have. But I mean, we just said F it and we just stopped paying rent here more like we just basically sold everything we have and that's how we afford it. Like if you want to do something that makes you uncomfortable and you can't afford it, just like start saving for it and know that I don't know, the money will be well spent
0: if you do are doing something that you want to do. And, you know, money comes and goes. Like at certain parts in your parts in your life, like, you know, it's gonna fluctuate. Yeah. But your experiences and your memories and all that, like that will stick with you. I know that sounds super cliche, (laughs) but still (laughs) it's true
1: yeah yeah so i think all in all we say get out of your comfort zone take some time to draw out like a map and think like what's in my comfort zone what's outside it and then like set a goal and like like we said it, whether it's weekly or monthly that makes you take a step outside that comfort zone and if you're interested in traveling or becoming a digital nomad feel free to
0: message us because we
1: love to talk about it.
0: And if you need, you know, any advice on how to book boats, if your eardrums are yeah, a little sensitive, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> My Nicole's got you. She knows all the boat routes in Europe. <laughs> At this point, after this trip, I'm going to have done them all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess now that we kind of talked about everything, should we do the first stamp of the week of season two? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. I'll let you go first. Um, by the way, I tried one of your stamps of the week, um, The Green Door, which was oh so gosh. good. Um, I loved it. It was basically Nicole recommended The Green Door on one of our episodes. And it was like the vegan buffet in Ottawa. And it was so good. And it's actually like it's nice because you like weigh the food. And yeah. you just like pay based on weight, which is nice. Because then if you're like not that hungry or like if you are really hungry, then it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. And you can go back and like get dessert. Yeah, it was fun. I would definitely go back.
0: I love it. And it's like a family vibe. It's like a family-run mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's cute. So good. And the, and the yeah. food
0: is really good.
1: Yeah. And it's like a clean buffet. Like, sometimes I'm nervous about buffets because I'm like, I, I I get scared. But it was like a clean buffet. It was good. Yeah. No, it's,
0: yeah. it's a great spot. I still recommend.
1: <laughs> Me too. I will, like, double down on that. But my stamp of the week for this week is actually called Tropical. So with a K. So Tropical with a K. Um, It's like a new restaurant that opened in Ottawa and I was lucky enough that our friend Sonia brought me to like a media event for it. So like they actually just opened and it's really cool because they're basically like Caribbean food, like a modernized Caribbean food. And I've tried Caribbean before like actually being in the Caribbean, but this is the first time that I've ever seen it. Like it's in the Byward Market. It's also really cool. Like I think it's really cool. Like we have italian and a lot of like asian cuisines but i haven't seen like a ton of caribbean food in ottawa and even the chef we spoke with the chef and he was saying like there's not a lot of like modernized versions of it so that's what he wants to do and the chef was a contestant on like i think it's top chef canada he's like a judge on another food network show it won like one of the top restaurants in canada awards so because there's one that was open in montreal and now he opened one okay. in ottawa oh um but it's really cool so like we had um jerk chicken poutine which was super good Ooh. and we had some like really good cocktails and it's also just like vibey it's like really cute inside and there's a patio and it's in the market so yeah if you're looking to try some unique food and it's brand new um go try choppy cow in the buywood market in ottawa Oh, nice. That sounds yeah. awesome. I'll have to try yeah. that when I get back. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to go back because we went for the media event, which is also just super cool to experience because I've never been to like an influencer event. But like we got to try stuff for like free, but I would love to order off the menu and like fully try it.
0: Oh, cool. That sounds so yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay, well, that's I'll have to be checking that out when I'm back. Yeah. Um, My stamp is actually from Naples because I'm here right now. So there's this restaurant called Oven Forno and it's not all vegan, but it's like vegan vegetarian, I believe. I don't know if they have any dishes that are like normal per se, Mm -hmm. but I tried their like zucchini. They had these zucchini cakes um, and you get like four of them and then they have like pasta. They have like really, really good like paprika, potatoes and all that. So... I've went there, like, a couple times, even though we haven't been here even for that long. But the food's really good. So if you're ever in, like, the Naples, well, Naples, um, it's, like, on a really cool street, too. that has a lot of bars, a lot of, like, you know, stuff to do at night. So definitely check them out. It's, like, a little literally like a hole-in-the-wall place. Like, you go up to the counter, you order, and then they have, like, two tables outside. But apart from that, you, like, take it and, like, walk down the street. So that's so cool. that's my stamp. Awesome. Well, I guess that's it for season one or
1: whoops, episode one of season two (laughs) and And season one. (laughs) Yeah. And season one. We're done season one. But yeah, we're so excited to be back and we can't wait to like have some new episodes come out every single week again, every single Tuesday. And then also we'll be uploading on our YouTube channel and we're hoping to get some
0: guests on here. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, well, I hope everyone has a great week and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.